Welcome, everybody, to the Music on Deck podcast. We're back for another exciting episode and another great week talking music and all kinds of good stuff. We got we got some fun things in store for you today. Yeah, in, uh, special episode. Podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a special, a limited edition. It's called a limited edition of Music on Deck of today. Uh, and uh, first of all, my name is Dave Dinsmore, and I'm a producer as well as a songwriter and a vocal coach as well as a guitarist, multi, multi-instrumentalist, uh, and a whole bunch of other, thing, uh, other stuff when it comes to music. But uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Maglione. Yeah, Alex Maglione here. If you guys have been listening, you definitely know who we are now, but we do this every week pretty much for our new listeners. So uh, yeah, Alex Maglione, Grammy-nominated Dove Award-winning uh, engineer, producer. So uh, definitely, definitely glad to be here. Like I said, special episode. This will be this will be cool and different for those of you who have tuned in prior. You know, this will definitely be a different episode. So Absolutely. don't be shocked when it sounds a little different than uh, than what we're, we do normally. Well, and we want to give a disclaimer. Let's go ahead and just say, you know, we are doing um, th- this show is going to be um, uh, it's going to be kind of our Super Bowl edition. Now, I know the Super Bowl happened uh, a while back, but uh, uh, we wanted to uh, basically I, I forget which episode we even talked about it. We were on the air and we basically said, you know, hey, um, you know, we, we, we brought up that Rihanna is going to be doing this. And Alex, I believe it was, you know, said, mm-hmm. hey, you know, how's you know, what do you think of this? I think it was one of your magazine minutes. You said, you know, what's 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 Rihanna going to be like, you know? And so we said then we were going to record. Our, our reaction to it live so i actually went over brought the dip he knows what i'm talking about brought oh, yeah. the dip over to the house and that we uh dip. The, that, the, that buffalo chicken dip that's my specialty and uh we we, we picked out and we we watched the the bowl and uh so today what we want to do is we want to we, we recorded a, a, a little kind of uh scissor reel of the um reactions that we have to rihanna's uh halftime show we want to talk about that but also uh, many of us who know, you know, me and Alex, Alex and I are both huge uh, football fans, NFL football fans. So, you know, it really is kind of the, a part of everything that, that we talk about, you know, and, and uh, so we, we, we're going to get into a little bit of that uh, as well. Of course, there's always going to be a music kind of theme through, through our show, but, you know, we are who we are at the same time and we like what we like. And both Alex and I are massive football stars. So uh, sorry we couldn't get this episode out to you sooner. But, you know, um, with what we have and, and, and everything we have going on uh, mm-hmm. and we have to record it so much in advance, it's hard to get it out, you know, coming out right after the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, we've got some, you know, maybe even some some uh, NCAA tournament stuff that's going to be coming up that we're going to be late on as well. Um, you know, so what? We're, but we are going to be talking, you know, some sports today, but we're also going to be talking music. So. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be having a great show today. But, you know, what we want to do right now, let's start off. Let's give them something new, Alex. Let's give them something fun. Give them something that is a new piece of music that they can go listen to right now. What do you have in your suggestion box? Yeah, it is a brand new tune. Uh, well, not, not brand new, but it is definitely considered new. Um, it's a dance hall tune by an artist named Busy Signal. Uh, and the song is called Baycation. So kind of a play on the on that the kind of what the kids are saying, the acronym Bay, Bay, Bay yeah. or all else, whatever. So um Baycation's kind of about, you know, wanting to take your girl on a on a vacation, um, you know, and get get, you know, drink whatever drink you want to drink and have a good time and, and just catch a vibe. Um for those who don't know, you know, I, let me let me kind of expand on this. I know not everybody listens to reggae or dance hall or, or Caribbean music for that matter, but um, that you'll hear the word dance hall. Um, dance hall is basically the modern pot, the, the, the modern party version or type of music um, for, for, for a party, for a carnival. Um, everybody thinks of, car- of Caribbean music as reggae and that's it. 
Um, there's a lot of a lot of different types of music that are played in the Caribbean. Um, and dance hall is kind of what you hear when you go out to a party. You know, you go out Friday or Saturday night in the Caribbean or in a Caribbean setting, you know, in in South Florida or whatever. You're going to hear a lot of dance hall. So this is a straight ahead dance hall song. It's it's a cool vibe. Um, so check it out. Yeah. Baycation by Busy Signal. The link is in the suggestion box in the discord. What interesting you, yeah dance you, hall, yeah, I, dance I, hall. I, I hadn't heard dance hall yet you know there's so many sh- sub genres of things and I, I i think when you don't know a certain kind of category all the sub genres like i even you know we always say i'm a rock guy i mean do you know how many oh, rock yeah. sub genres are i don't i don't know all of them you know what i mean grunge core and all right. this kind of you know different things it's funny to me but um that's really cool to learn that there's a something called dance hall that's that's cool um yeah my suggestion box this week um is a tune called lose my cool and um it's originally by amber mark but um it's what i want you to look for is specifically lose my cool the frank moody remix okay and this thing has got a baseline that's funky like an old hot dog you I mean, are it a sucker is, for those too. oh my goodness man it's <laughs> so out front it's just wonderful um and it's got you know it, it's just um it's a vibe it's 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 just kind of a bouncy you know kind of funky vibe and and uh the bass is uh boy it hits i mean you want to talk about some bottom end uh damn yeah i'm gonna have to listen to that one in my in my car for sure yeah it's boy i'm telling you you need to bump it because you're gonna you're gonna be like oh you're gonna be hearing that and going dang but um at first it does it sounds really weird there's like this like middle eastern kind of like um clip that's played throughout and i was kind of like not digging it at first but then it's it's the quintessential like give it to you and then take it away Mm. and then come back in and it's like oh yeah you know what it's it's the deprive them of that ear candy and then slam them with it later you know it's it's got the breakdown it's really just a complete song i lose my cool but listen make sure it's the frank moody remix gotcha that's that's the one we need to watch out for and then um as always alex and i are going to put links um in in our uh, song suggestion tab on our discord page that thing has every song that we've ever recommended to you yep. guys and um it's it's real super easy you just got to click on it if you're on title if you're on you know apple music you're on spotify it's got your link directly to your specific streaming service so you don't have to do any conversions or any of that kind of a thing um or go hunting and pecking it's all real easy for you so make sure you check out that song suggestion page um that's 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 what we're kind of trying to give you just a little bit of something every single week so uh, i can't wait to hear i can't wait to hear the dance hall man i yeah. I, I want to hear what that is now did that you get, i'm did intrigued you get to listen to to um you know to to last week's or the week before that 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 uh available for me live performance oh yeah and of course and of of course um i i I agree with you i like the acoustic you know what i mean like um i hope she releases that because i'm not not saying the other one wasn't is you know it wasn't good i just i i saw what you i saw what you were talking about with the acoustic i was like okay okay there's something here you know what i mean like that that version is special so um i totally dig it so um what do you have in your magaleon minute for us um so i'm gonna go i'm I'm just gonna talk about kind of a uh nostalgia piece here uh okay. and i'm okay. gonna it's kind of a it's a, a do you remember do you remember the now this is this is music cds <laughs> of course oh yeah. my god oh dude. yeah I, for some reason i don't know what made me think about it but i just started I, I like thought about it um oh you know what when i was i was i just recently moved um and when i was moving i found a box of cds and i'm like man and sadly this with any none of them were in there because they're they were kind of new it was a box of newer cds or kind of the last cds that i ever bought um but i started to think i'm like man 
remember them now CDs? Like those things were jams. Like those had literally, those were the hit CDs. Like those were the, what are the hit songs of the last, you know, two, three, four months um, on those. Now this is what's, what's music uh, CDs. And um, I just wanted to highlight a couple of them. Um, and I, dude, in this show, so I, I'll show you kind of, I'll tell you what a couple of my favorites were kind of what's on them. And then I'll kind of tell you where we're at now and, and maybe a stat, another, you know, stat or two. A um, couple of my favorites were in, uh, in some, if there's young people listening to this, this will like show my age at least. But some of my favorites were um, now six. That one was like was the one that I had, and it was one of those CDs that like lived in my CD player. Um, had um, uh, stronger Britney Spears, "Bye Bye Bye," "In Sync," um, "Love Don't Cost a Thing," Jennifer Lopez, just just huge. It's crazy by Casey and JoJo. Um, what else? Oh, um, "Arms Wide Open" by Creed, like just big tunes, you know. <laughs> like, and that's what they all those CDs were full of. Um, Another one of my favorites was now 11. And the funny thing is like the CDs literally just said now this is what I, or that's what's called music or what is it now? That's what I call music. And then the number. But weirdly enough, like I remember what some of those CD covers looked like. And that's how I found how I went back in my head and like found, OK, it was six and 11 that were like my top two. So six came out April 3rd, 2001 and uh 11 came out november 19th 2002 11 had hot in here by nelly um gangsta loving by eve and uh uh alicia keys which i heard today on pandora um what else was on here um landslide by the dixie chicks um let's see don't know why by nora jones what like man just just hits on these <laughs> on these cds man just just crazy hits one oh, last yeah. breath by creed again you know, creed hits another one there um but man these cds they had that's what they were all about like you could literally go to your and here's a good one for you dave you could go to circuit city or best buy or radio <laughs> shack and and get the the now cd you know like wait oh, right yeah. when it came out oh yeah throw it in and then you had all these you know they had 18 singles. to 20 songs yeah you had all these singles um of the times and um just kind of another stat here um Right. Can you get I'm just going to have you guess, Dave, guess what we are, what what came out February 3rd, 2023. What number of now? CDs? Oh, oh, now. Oh, geez. Twenty <laughs> five. I mean, I don't even know now. Eighty five. Oh, my gosh. Dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, now listen, I, I, I didn't want to butt, butt in there while you were talking, but I, I don't know if you can hear everybody can hear. I was unzipping my my CD case because I have it actually next to me. Oh, my God. Tell you something right now in my hand. I am holding now the first one. It has no number, Alex. Oh my it's God, literally now. One. It's in my hand. This is That's this is the gonna, first this one. Is, this is gonna date me, unfortunately. This one is uh the EMI group and it's uh 1998. Yeah, October Records. October 27th, 1998 was when this that one's came got out. Lenny Kravitz, Marcy Playground, you wow. know, uh, Harvey Danger, Backstreet Boys, um, Tonic. I mean Wow. Spite, the Spice Girls, dude. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, oh my gosh. So the minute you start saying that, wow. I went, oh my gosh, I have one of those. I need to go see. I have the first now CD in my hand right now. Awesome. Oh man. You, these were these were jams, dude. And yeah. listen, I you know, I, I used to be a manager at Circuit City. So I mean, like in their CD <laughs> and software department. And uh 
I just got to listen to music all the time. And man, those now CDs were bangers, man. Yeah. This, I, it almost feels like that was kind of the precursor to like, let's focus on singles, you know, yeah. people who didn't have the money to go out and buy all these albums. That was definitely the thing of the, uh, of the time. Um, I probably got this at Circuit City. Probably. The very first now CD. And it's, it's crazy. And you know what's weird? It's weird to see a CD that says now with no number behind it. You know, because right. you're so used to seeing, like you said, 85 of them. Holy crap. <laughs> I'd say it was success. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I mean the fact unreal. that they're still going and releasing these compilations, and that's the thing. Like you said, you know, the, the, it was kind of the first of those like like really highlighting singles, but also that was the compilation CD of the era. I mean, there was nothing else that touched it, and they they did a bunch of like um, I don't know, not I don't know to call them spinoffs, but they did a bunch of different um, like series of those. Um, like they did some yearbook series. They did some. Um, oh yeah yeah now yeah that's what i call a party they did right um, now that's what i call dad rock they did like they just did a whole bunch of uh you know I think even like genres that's like that's what i call, what I call 14 like yeah. yeah that's what i call reggae i mean i think yeah. i think i saw a few of those where they even the country like ones were big they, yeah like yeah, that, now that's yeah. what i call country those ones were kind of were big too so just a couple other stats here that i that i just kind of pulled off so like i said they've they've technically had eight eighty five of the this the signature series you know the now that's what i call music um 85 releases of that and i'm um, 18 have literally taken up the number one spot on the u.s album start like for a compilation record to go number one i like, guess pretty crazy you know um so i felt like that was Absolutely. that was that was yeah. definitely a, an interesting stat um let's see the i think it was now uh there was a few of them that went four times platinum. Um, now five went four oh, times. Yeah, now wow. now five went four times platinum. Um, and then that one I was talking about, six, six, seven, eight went three times platinum. Um, so that was pretty much the prime right there. And then they didn't get back to three times till 2023, 2020, or 2003, 2004. Um, and then it was obviously, as we know, the CD, the CD, uh, the CD buying went, took a down downturn there. And then uh, the, the charting kind of went with it as well. But like I said, 18 mm. went number one. And I mean, those are just number ones. I mean, I can scroll here from, so the first one, that one that you're holding in your hands went 10 um, on the, the album's charts. Um, and then from two all the way to, I'm scrolling on my computer screen, from two all the way to 65, every, to, no, to, sorry, to 62, every single one of those landed in the top 10 of album releases. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, that shows yeah. you that is strength. And, and like I yep. said, so 62 right there is, uh, is uh, May 5th, 2017. That's when they went, that album peaked at 11. So <laughs> pretty Jeez, crazy right dude. there. Jeez, pretty crazy. Geez. So, but yeah, I just, I thought about that when I was moving. Oh man, those, those are CDs. classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, good uh, stuff. I, I really would. You're, dude, you're lucky to have one that the first one in your hand. I mean, I wonder <laughs> what you could get for that, you know, on, on eBay or whatever, you know, but, but you shouldn't, you should keep up, you should hold on to it. And, yeah. you know, and as long as you got a CD player, you, you probably don't even have a CD player to play it in at this point. I, 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 my old computer, I do, yeah. but, but that's about it. Yeah. There's, there's not much, uh, not much use for it now. So, uh, <laughs> Jeez. well, yeah. yeah. No, I, that was, I had to bring this up. I've been, been sitting on this one for a second, but I was like, man, I, I, I gotta get, give y'all a kind of a throwback Maglione minute here and see what y'all really know. So yeah, the now like that's what I call music CDs. There you were, go. We're where it was at for sure. Nice dude. Nice. Yeah. 
All right. So, well, so, you're, so what do you got? Uh, on, is is it an actual unsolicited, or are we it, are we going somewhere else? Well, we're gonna we're gonna call it unsolicited, okay? Because it's in no way brought to you by the Tennessee Titans and the uh, the New England Patriots, which we are not in any way the official podcast of. Which I'll go ahead and say. Uh, so anybody who knows me and Alex knows that those are our teams. Um, I'm a Titan fan, and uh, Alex is a New England Patriot. But um, my solicit unsolicited is gonna kind of just lead us into in, into our kind of our clip you know that we have are doing a halftime show but first of all i want to talk about some football here okay we're yeah, gonna turn, we're gonna turn it over into something that alex and i both are very passionate about and that's our teams you know our teams but at the same time also about you know like so if we if we look at the super bowl i mean what did you what did you think of the game i mean i felt like it was um you know it was a pretty good game yeah it was um, a good game um I, I guess you know i think a lot of people were upset with some of the refereeing at the end of the game or, or oh, yeah. a couple of calls um but but overall i mean and the thing is is i feel like you hear more of that type of stuff with the super bowl because there's so many more eyes on it but i am of the being and of the belief that in any sport you can't leave it to a, a referee or an umpire or an official decision um, to be mad about, you know, at the end of the game. Like, mm-hmm. that means the game was too close. You should have had it more in hand if it comes down to, you know, to a call or a call or two, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but but overall, no, I thought I thought it was a, a good Super Bowl, you know. Um, but but again, I mean, with that even being said, you know, I, I felt like it was it was close most of the way. Um, but with that being said, I mean, people were upset about the Patriots 10-3 Super Bowl win, you know, because, oh, there wasn't enough offense. But meanwhile, I thought it was a great game because I like defense, you know. But no, this was this was a good Super Bowl. I was a fan. I was I enjoyed it. It wasn't a snooze fest. It wasn't when um, when Denver smoked. Uh, I think it was Seattle that one year or, or, or the Colt or somebody one probably five years ago, Denver beat Peyton one of Peyton's one Denver slammed whoever it was, it was like 40 to nothing that was not fun to watch you know? so um, <laughs> yeah. this was definitely I would say a, I, a good I agree Super Bowl. I, li- I like I like it when it's a little bit competitive you know what I mean like when it's fairly close you know all year I, for it and I think you're right where I think it's funny how people kind of you know n- number one I completely agree I felt like you know um I don't like referees kind of taking on a call that they haven't been calling all night at the very end of the game that really affected the game. Like I would, I, I don't like that, but I'm with you, Alex, that, I mean, look, there's a hundred things that went wrong or, or tiny little things that they did to make them not win that game. And you can't just pick that one thing and go, well, that was it. That, that, that cost right. us the entire game. Right. No, no, no. You put yourself in a position. There was so many back and forths and back and forths. You know, you allowed them to stick around. You know, you could have buried them at one point. And then, you know, so there's all this kind of momentum shifts and things like that, that that caused you to be in a position where you had one call that was that dang close that could, you know, could have essentially costed you the entire game. It should never have come down to that. You know what I mean? It, it just, you know, it sh- should have been, it, it should have been a much you know bigger gap and that way you don't have to worry about one one referee right. taking taking over. So my first question is and I think you've kind of already answered it is you know so you feel like you know that you know were these the two best teams like you know sometimes we have many super bowls where somebody kind of squeaks in or somebody didn't deserve to be there really mm-hmm. you know is you know were were these two the best teams in in, in the NFL this year? I think so. Um I could make a case for Buffalo or uh Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati really fully had the full type of team that that could have done it um this past year um I, so like i said i could have made the case for two more afc teams mm-hmm. but i was you know those two teams were for sure deserving to be there they were it was number one against number one so as far as you know that goes it, it was the right teams so uh but e- the eagle on the nfc side 
the Eagles were the team all year. I mean, I think they started off what eleven and zero, you know, and like from then on, we from 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 while they were on that run, we kind of knew like, yeah, the Eagles are the Super Bowl favorite from here. So, um, yeah, so I would say it was it was it was who I would expect it to be there. Yeah, I think I think the two best teams were there, and I think that's that's always kind of what the point uh, in my mind of a tournament or a playoff is kind of you know that that it has a weeding out process that the two best teams make it to the end. And sometimes I don't think that's always the case. Right. Um, this year, I felt like it really was very, very evenly matched, you know, and, and, and uh, so it kind of leads me to my, to my next thought, which is, do you think the Eagles, do you think the Eagles will be better next year? Like, do you think that like, I don't know, to me, I guess why I'm saying this is like, to me, it was almost like they weren't entirely ready for this moment. They weren't entirely, you know, on point, ready to play a, you know, entire game of mistake-free kind of football that could have gotten them there. I think they're definitely talented enough. I think they definitely had all the weapons and everything. But I think the reason they eventually kind of shell, fell short is just because I feel I feel like that program is, you know, maybe a year away. So, I mean, I, to me, it feels like they're going to come back really strong next year. What, what yes. do you think? Yes, I would say the same thing. I think um I think they're more set up to be honestly they take they, they remind me a lot of some of the Patriots teams that that went to the Super Bowls. They don't have like the mega stars, you know? They don't they don't have the mega stars, the guys that cost a, a ton of money. Who the Eagles? Um, yeah. AJ Brown. Come on well, now. Okay, well AJ yeah, AJ Brown and like so they don't have but they're not they're not the Chiefs. They're not. They're not Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, Juju. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not. It's not all of these big names that you would expect to be there, but they're getting the job done. And like I said, I mean, they started off eleven and zero. Um, so with that, I think that they're built for longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with the Chiefs, I got to commend them though for getting there again because every year you see the two team and it, this happens in almost every sport, but the teams that get the super bowl, they almost get depleted or it's the challenge because they, the, everybody now is worth more, you know? So there you've a, a mass exodus of guys who's, you know, who are going to be free agents, you know, or guys who can opt out because they can go somewhere else and be like, yeah, I just want a super bowl, you know, or I'm a super bowl champion now. So they're worth more. Um, I think the Eagles are set up to kind of survive that type of thing and, and come back next year, even if it is with, um, a, a slightly different cast. I think they'll be as good next year. Uh, the Chiefs are the people who, you know, every year you're going to have to start thinking about like, oh, do we need to restructure Mahomes or do we need to, what do we have to do to keep Kelsey and and that type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't see the Eagles going anywhere and I don't well, see the Chiefs going anywhere as long as they've got Mahomes in his prime. Well, how impressive is it also that they literally came back the year they lost the cheetah? I mean, like they're basically yeah, that was being, pretty great. You know, a lot of people were. Now, I really don't like the aftermath of them kind of being winners. I don't. It felt like is it was they kind of have painted themselves in this narrative that we're whoa and you know like oh we're the we're the losers of the league we're the Jaguars and we came up and won the Super Bowl and nobody believed in us the whole yeah, season. That, I Come don't. On, I don't understand. That's that. not real, man. I Everybody, never. I didn't like any of that. I think they played it off a lot because of the the Cincinnati mayor kind of take them off a little bit about what he said and but i mean aside from that to like, any yeah. nfl fan that, that thought that the, the the chiefs had no chance of going right. anywhere this year i don't know anybody that was saying that so i think it's funny to hear them kind of get up at the mic and kind of be like yeah we you know we told everybody you know we showed you all yeah, nobody i didn't even, like that 
you're not the underdog, man. Okay. No. <laughs> You've got so many <laughs> weapons. Not. It's ridiculous. And the know? under, yeah, you talk about underdog. I mean, the spread was one and a half. I mean, yeah, so that's, there you that, go. That's there you <laughs> go. Even Vegas wouldn't agree with that. Exactly. So, so there was um, no underdog. It was well one then, versus one. Let me ask you this then. So, kind of hearkening back to your Miley question, will Patrick Mahomes continue to dominate or are we at, at his peak? I mean, you know. Oh, no, he's still in his prime. So, yeah, so, yeah. so, so is he time. going, he's just, are we seeing the making of a dynasty here? I mean, is this something yes. where we're going to see multiples or do you think he's going to start to lose a lot of the weapons around him and it's going to be, I mean, I'd be worried. Yes. I'm, I'm worried about him losing the weapons around him because of what they're paying him. I mean, they're paying him so much money yeah. that you can't, you, you, you're going to have him Mahomes and then it's going to be kind of like these upper mid tier guys that you can kind of put shuffle in each year. You know, yeah. um, that's one of those things. Again, and I, I can only speak from experience, but I've, but luckily I can fall back on a on the, the past dynasty of the Patriots. I mean, Tom Brady was never the highest paid player in the NFL. He was never the highest um, highest paid quarterback in the league um, because he kept restructuring and, and being and they kept building the team around him and kept it stocked up around him. Um, I'm worried about that with the Chiefs because of right. how much how much they're paying them. Um, but Mahomes is in his prime and. You know, as long as he's in his prime and, and playing how he's supposed to, I mean, he can he can LeBron it. You know, like he can you know he can probably pull a team to to the Super Bowl. You don't see a lot of people doing what Tom Brady did because I always remember reading, you know, oh Tom restructures his deal to to basically not get paid as much or to get more incentives or find another way so it doesn't hit you know it doesn't slam the cap every mm-hmm. year. And I don't hear a lot of people doing that. I don't no, see it's, a it's, lot. Everybody's of money hungry being willing to do that now it's kind of like no 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 like pay me or i'm gone you look know? at what lamar jackson's doing i mean lamar jackson is like almost to the point like he's almost to the point of making himself look stupid you know like he's he's <laughs> from what i've heard really close to signing with the washington commanders you know like Ugh, i just really I just yeah so it's like he, and he's doing it to get the most amount of money possible you know like yeah i'm not so sure that's a smart decision like but it's it's smart if you're trying to get rich but if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, I'm not so sure that's smart. And when Mahomes signed this contract, like I was like, holy smoke. Yeah, it's getting like, out there. That's a lot of money. And like the Chiefs are screwed if he gets hurt because so much of it was guaranteed and all that. So yeah. I worry yeah. about them from that front. But like I said, as long as as long well, as he's in there, his prime, they're good. And listen, you know, you, you kind of segued right into my next kind of thought, which is, OK, you know, we're paying these quarterbacks, you know, all this money. And you know, what do you think about like can a team reach a Super Bowl or be, you know, you know, really close to, let's say, you know, champ, you know, division champions without an, an elite quarterback in today's game. Like, is that, is that still doable in your opinion? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it depends on what you're calling today's game. Uh, like well, I'm talking offensive driven. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's a very I mean, offensive throw up points. I mean, you know, dude, how many games this year did we watch where, I'm like, who's on defense? Because it's 47 to 40. You know what I mean? Like, what is going on? I mean, there's such offensive driven. And, of course, you know, it's almost impossible to play cornerback now in today's league. Right. I mean, you're supposed to run backwards just as fast as someone running forwards full full sprint. You're supposed to be able to locate a ball over your shoulder, bat it away without even touching the guy after five yards. I mean, it, it, he's a he's a you know I don't, quarterback, not a wizard. You know, I don't I don't, know. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't you can't win one. Um, you know, I think about Colin Colin Kaepernick against the 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 Ravens. You know, like. He kind of got them there, but the defense was their defense was was unreal that year, you know. And like, there's, yeah. there's, I I just you can't. I don't think you can win it without at least playing elite. That's the other thing. I mean, the the ones, the Super Bowls again. I speak from experience. The Super Bowls where 
um, where the Giants beat the Patriots. Like, yeah, was Eli elite? It was, you know, at that time, people weren't really talking about Eli being like one of the greatest of all times or whatever. But he played. I don't know if anybody still is talking level. about it. I don't think but anybody he is still at the top notch level. So, you know, that's to me. I, you know, I, I'm not sure. You know, like again, I think with yeah. the same same case. Could Kaepernick, you could you could make a case for he got them there by playing, you know, at a crazy level. But to answer the question, you, I don't think you can win a Super Bowl without without a Patrick Mahomes or you know or or a Tom Brady, you know, or somebody like that. So, so with that, but I mean, by that logic, then I mean, people should be shelling out for for uh, Lamar. You know, I mean, he's yeah. a four, he's a four time MVP. I right. mean, you know, like he's 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 done nothing he's but win since sure. he's entered the league. He's given nobody any reason to believe that he's going backwards. He's young. Uh, they said he's the same age as um, uh, Bennett coming in out of the draft this mm-hmm. year. He's yep. the same age. So you know, if, if that if that is the premium. You know, then I mean, because I mean, when I look at what they're putting on Danny Dimes, I mean, my lord, they're paying. Now, listen, everybody, we were at the draft in Nashville when he was drafted right. to the Giants. Do you remember you and I looking at each other? Oh and yeah, saying, we were like, "Who, Who the <laughs> hell is Daniel Jones?" And everybody, even the New York people around us, were like, "What just happened?" Right. Like they thought they had been slapped in the face. Little did we know that, of course, the Titans got the worst out of that out of that whole draft. Um, <laughs> we got the worst draft pick in. NFL history that draft. I mean, you want to talk about in our home city. I mean, that's, I'm still bitter about it. Um, uh, with Isaiah Wilson, um, you know, played one game and he's been out of the league ever since, but, um, uh, I digress. Uh, it, it just, it makes me wonder, you know, do we need to be paying these guys? Do we have to go with that kind of a salary? I mean, it sounds like you're saying, yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree that I think you have to, um, what about uh, any rules that you saw this last season that you think needs to be adjusted? Is there anything that you're seeing that's obvious that you're kind of sticking out to you going, man, we need to adjust some stuff here? Oh, that's a good question. Because um, I'll give you a moment to think. I'm going to give you one, okay? Yeah, um, give me one and I'll think yeah, about it. I, I am really not a fan of the being able to be a, a player who's not on defense. Or you're on the sideline somebody gets an interception half the team runs onto the field goes to the camera and clowns like they're in a freaking you know uh, uh high school you know kind of you know camera look at me i'm on tv you know local tv kind of a thing i mean it is so unprofessional to me you know that every time and it doesn't matter listen if you're doing that and you just won the super bowl man you go do it i don't care if you start lying right. i mean i'm not against celebration i don't think we need to go back to that penalties for celebrating crap but but there is some taste involved here and it seems like they could be down i've seen teams like they're down like you know five touchdowns and one and the dude gets an interception then they go down there and start flexing for the camera and it's like you're still losing massively i don't know that there needs to be a rule i I just feel like you know that's one that i would look at and say that's a bad look and it has been Mm. going on for several years now i can't be the only one that that's irritating yeah, uh, yeah, that's been going on since. Like, and then I'll give you one more. When, they, give you, when they put that camera in the end zone. Yeah, and I'll give you one more. But this was more like legit. Okay, I've been thinking about this. I don't watch a lot of college ball, uh, football. I watch mostly NFL. I think we should be going with the offensive pass interference off the college rules. You know, I really like how it's a set amount of yards. It's not a spot yard foul. Penalty, yeah. I don't like how it's a spot foul because what I see happening is the cornerback position is so hard to play already. All you do is underthrow the ball. Russell Wilson is a classic example of somebody mm-hmm. who loves to do this. You underthrow the ball intentionally. The receiver goes back into the de- the defender yeah. to try and get the ball. Boom! And now you're talking like 65 yards of penalty. right. 
on one play. Why wouldn't you just start lofting the ball every time? And I'm seeing a lot more of that. That rule to me is really, really stupid. That's a good one. That's a good one. I, I like that. And I'm with you on that. I, I think okay. the 15 okay. yard penalty in college is, is, uh, keeps everything kind of manageable, you know, like it, it's, it's still a hefty penalty, you know, I didn't yeah, even find yeah. they made it 20 yards, you know, it's sure, still, it's still, sure. it's still not 65. It's right. still not it's, like game yeah. changing. You know yeah. what I mean? I like think handing them out of the foul doesn't make very much sense for, for, for that type of penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be cool with that. Here's my, here's my, um, my number one thing. And this has been the topic okay. of discussion, I think of the off season, as far as rule changes. Okay. Um, it's the QB sneak. I, we got it. You can't, I, yes, you, you cannot yes. be, you cannot be allowed to push the quarterback. You just can't. I agree. It's yep. it. This is it's. And, and I, at first I was like, okay, like, yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is, but now, you know, like this isn't rugby, you know, like it's <laughs> the QB sneak used to be a questionable half yard, you know, pl play that would might, that had, might not that had, a, yeah. had a, like a 33% success rate. Now, I mean, some of them ones that, that the Eagles were doing with Jalen, I mean, they were getting three yards on them. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> like, man, why wouldn't you just do that every time you have a fourth and two? You know, so you I, should. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't like the, the being able to push the quarterback thing. Um, I completely you know, I agree, think, dude. I, I didn't even realize it, you should. The only pushing that should be allowed of a ball carrier should be after a handoff. I'd be fine with that. If the quarterback has to turn around and hand the ball to a running back, and then somehow figure out a way to push him through, then fine, you know, but I don't like the fact that the quarterback can literally take the ball from underneath the center, you know, where it's already at the line of scrimmage and just be pushed in by, a, you know, a fullback and a running back or, or two, two running backs. Like, that's that's starting to get rugby-ish. Well, know? and I think like it was exposed during the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, yeah. I did not know of that rule. And so I was getting really frustrated because I kept seeing the Eagles, like you said, getting four yards on a yeah. quarterback sneak. And it's because somebody is three people are behind him shoving him forward. First of all, that doesn't seem very safe, number one. But number right. two, you know, it was different when it was Brady and he just had a success rate of a certain percentage. Yeah. You know, like you're just dang good at it. You just have a way of, you know, but he didn't have anybody shoving him forward. This was like you said, it was like rugby. It was like, here's yeah. the ball. Seven people shove him forward and see what happens. Right. And it's different from a running back who's at the end of a six yard run. And then the linemen come yeah. up and decide to start, you know, shoving him forward. I, I, I could not agree with you more. When I saw that during this Super Bowl, I was shocked at how many times they did it and got away with it. And I thought, you know what, if this is the way it is. Why would you ever? I mean, if you're close at all, I mean, if you're two yards, right. go for it. You I'm know saying. what I mean? Like, yeah. shove that guy forward, pick him up, you know, toss him. Um, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I didn't that know would, they were actually considering that. Yeah, and I, I would. I'd be honestly surprised if we don't hear anything. Uh, you know, before the start of next season, because I think that's gonna. I, I do really think that that's gonna change. Well, good, um, good. It needs to. It, yeah. it really needs to. What are uh, are you in favor, by the way, of? them i read somewhere they're basically saying they're even now pushing for 18 games where are you at with that man i don't know i i, I it's for me I, I i don't i really i honestly don't know i think the preseason is literally a joke i mean mm -hmm. i think with at with today's in today's day and age I don't think you need three preseason games, you know, and, and, and agreed and four, if you're playing the hall of fame game, you know, like four for everyone was already too much. I think one would be enough. I think you play one preseason game, you know, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's a quote unquote dress rehearsal, 
you know, and and then you get into the regular season. And there can't but but the thing is is these guys are professionals. There can't be any excuses the first three weeks of like, oh yeah, like we're you know, early season, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Like you gotta have some padded practices, you gotta have some hitting in practice, like that type of stuff's gotta go on and it can be controlled. The issue with preseason games are it's still a football game. It just doesn't count. So like it's not a it's not a controlled environment. Um, it's in, and for that same reason, it's the reason why the pro bowl has turned into a joke as well, because they've tried to make the pro bowl a control, you know, take this year out of it, flag football, but uh, yeah. the, the years before they've tried to make it a controlled game. You know, like we're basically blowing the whistle. Like when they wrap up a guy or, or whatever, like you can't get into that territory. Like I, right. nobody wants to see that, right. but I think you go to one preseason game and yeah, I mean, if you want to go to 18, you know, regular season games and fine. But, but then again, you know, and, and this is really going to open up Pandora's box about, you know, how big a sports fans we are. Like the NBA, they're playing 82 games and like you got LeBron James who's playing 50 something out of those 80 because he's right. You know, he's right. sitting out for like for for rest. You know, it's like, come on, like you're paid to play the dang game. So <laughs> if, if you can't play them all, then there then there's too many in my book. That's that's what that's what I think. And and the old timers would be like, oh, well, MJ played all 82 and blah, blah, blah. Well fine whatever like whatever you want to call it if they can't play 82 or if it's you know football if they can't too play, many and it's too many it needs to be yeah. less so um, hello charles barkley said charles barkley was like you know he roasted him man he was like oh, you yeah. know you guys sitting out he's like you know what's hard working in a coal mine you think they right. want to sit out a few days like you know it's just perfect analogy yeah. i was so like I'd be, oh damn i'd be fine with 18 games if, if they're gonna play them all for real you know and i think you could play one preseason game and have it be a dress rehearsal you know like you start your starters aren't gonna play all four quarters but they they're gonna play one or two you know and and, yeah. and it'll be you know they'll run some of their basic stuff or whatever but it'll they'll get some game flow under their belt you know but it'll be more on the franchises and the coaches and the teams to like get the teams ready to play real games you know and yeah um i mean i'm okay i'm okay with it man i just worry about you know you know the the product on the field i mean if that's gonna suffer you know what i mean like if if we like literally get to the end of the uh, end of the year and it's you know um you know the third string quarterback versus another fourth string quarterback you know what i mean that that might be an indicator that it's just too rough of a game to play that many games you know with, with the stars you know um uh, so, you know, I, I think there's a balance there. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more about the, the preseason though. I mean, I, I really yeah. could, I, I mean, I think, why can't you just do one and say, all right, we're ready to roll. Right. I mean, three, the hell was it? Four was ridiculous, but yeah. three is still too much, you yeah. know, um, just too much. Then let me ask you one more thing about the very end of the game. All right. Now this is going to open up Pandora's box as well, but <laughs> at the very end of the game, I turned to you and I was kind of like, you know, the way that the Super Bowl ended for anybody who didn't care, didn't watch, you know, essentially, uh, Kansas city, uh, did a really smart thing. Actually, it was uh, their running back, who's who's a veteran, uh, could have scored a touchdown. He chose not to. He just went down, and then that that allowed them to kind of milk the clock and never give the ball back to the other team. So really, in a way, they were playing to not score a touchdown because it was more advantageous just on timing. There's not enough time, and they wanted to leave as little time as possible, which is still a risk in in and of itself. We said at the time, this could go horribly wrong. That kicker misses that field goal, and then this is a whole nother whole nother look on that decision. But I will say this, it, it brings up a, a concept that Alex and I have debated for years, um, and that is like the spirit of the game. See, to me, I don't care what it is, basketball, uh, raised on college basketball, I'm a, a forever Tar Heel, um, you know, Dean Smith teams acted a certain way. 
you just knew it, you know, you knew there was a code and it was an unwritten thing. Um, you know, I like class when it comes to playing sports and that's just maybe my age. I don't know, you know, maybe the young flashier kind of thing. I'm just maybe getting into that age where I don't like a lot of that stuff, but really for me, it's more about the spirit of the game. If, you know, and, and, and Alex, your Patriots love to do, love to push this envelope as well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, technically Andy Reid didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing in that playbook that says he can't do exactly what he did and win fairly and legitimately. And I'm not suggesting it wasn't. But I think there's a bigger conversation here to be had over the competitional aspect of it. You know, should we be having a sports game where it, you... Do we really have to go through? And apparently, the answer is yes. But we apparently, do, you know, do we have to go through the rule book and literally write down even things that we don't think you're gonna do? You know what I mean? Don't put a, put the football on, on a bus and drive it into the end zone. Well, it's not in the rule book, so we did it, and now you're gonna have to put it in there. You know what I mean? Like, are we trying to find things that are not in the rule book to be able to exploit, or should we just line up and play the game? I mean, I I. I just I think I'm cool. Way. I, yeah, I've I've thought about it, and I think uh, it could way, just be me. It could just be me. I mean, I've really legitimately no, I mean, want to know. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's you could turn it either way. The way that it happened, I can't be mad at it. You know, like they did. There, there, there could have been consequent negative consequences to how they did it too. You know, like they could have run that clock down and then missed the field goal and had to go to overtime and you know and that type of thing too. So it's not like it was unfair because they still had to kick the game winning field goal. Um, so I, I, I think it's fine there and there doesn't need to be some sort of rule that's like, Oh, under two minutes, you have to, you know, that it, it would just get way too complicated, you know, but, and I can, but I can look at it from both sides of the game. I looked at you and I said, man, you know what? Like if I was in a Madden tournament, you know, or if I was playing a game that I felt like really, really mattered, and I didn't want to chance it, like I probably would have did done the same thing. But on the same page, though, like part of me says, no, you know what? Like because of the chance of missing a field goal, I'm going to I'm going to score the ball and let and put it on my defense, you know? And so, yeah, I can see it from both sides. I can see it from both sides. I just mean, I just I look back on like, you know, the heroes of who I look up to, you know what I mean? The, 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 the kind of like the, the real of, you know, coaching, you know what I mean? Like you look at like, um, you know, Madden and you look at, um, um, uh, Parcells, mm-hmm. you think Parcells would have told his running back to, 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 you know, and not that Andy Reid told the guy to do it, but I mean, like, do you think he would endorse his team not lining up and just completely dominating and winning or losing on that kind of merit? I mean, like I look at those guys and I just go, you know, this is, a new kind of football, you know, and, and maybe like yeah. I said, it's kind of like old kind of geezer kind of a eh, back in my day. We, you know, I understand that, but I mean, like there's this, there's a sense of fairness and competition. I mean, if you could find a way as a, I don't care what it is, a javelin thrower to throw it shorter on purpose in order to win somehow mathematically, does that make any sense for the sport? You know, is that what we're there to do? Isn't the whole point to throw the javelin as far as in mm-hmm. whoever who throws it the farthest wins? Well, no, we went to a point system. And then technically, if you actually underthrow it on the last two, you're more statistically proven. Man, that, that starts that, to get into a weird area for can, me. You, and know? you can find it in every, you know, every single sport somewhere. You know, that's and that's sure. why I think you don't need to you don't need to make rules that, you know, that are that are like that, because there are certain things in the and i'll use this like in the cathedral in 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 the arena 
you know, or in the Coliseum, quote, you know, these these quote unquote, like there are certain things that that just have to kind of be be allowed and and let it be like you know a weird thing that happened or whatever perfect example again like you you guys here this is the discovery of the sports fans that we are perfect example is um and and they they did end up making a rule now that you can't you know they basically said you can't do this but the, the if anybody is i know it went viral um ross chastain in the second second to last nascar race of the season last year basically drove his car into the wall at that was as amazing. fast as he could to get around the turn rather than hitting his rather than breaking and slowing down and taking the turn you're supposed to he just put it in the wall and slammed the gas and got got past five cars and made his way into the championship race now you know and it, it was the same exact debate they're like oh well that there there should that be allowed and blah 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 and people were like well i mean there was no rule that said you couldn't do something like that was it dangerous yes could he have gotten hurt or hurt others yes but he did it and it worked and it's never been done before you know but yeah, then but again nascar came him. back and basically said here's the rule that that kind of falls under we don't want to see that happen again and and it's not safe and blah 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 and if you do you know if you do it again it'll be a it'll be you know this penalty or whatever it's still very vague but they basically said you can't do that <laughs> after the fact so but you know I, but i respect the move because see i mean in, in some ways that's different because the dude was literally like i'm gonna put my life on the line to try to get you know to the front i mean he's he's trying as hard as he it was can an innovative win. move yeah you know what i mean it would be more like more apples and apples would be him coming to a complete stop before the starting before the finish line because mm -hmm. somehow that would actually net him a win for the championship overall it's like you uh know? you know have you have you ever played cornhole like you know how you get yeah. to if you if you you know you get to you don't want to land on 21 so if you're at like or you don't want to land on 20 sorry you don't want to land on 20s and you've got one more pouch left and you just purposely miss it like yeah. There's no rule that says you can't do that. You know? <laughs> right, like, right. When you do it against your opponent, like you, you kind of get that side eye look from your well, opponent. But it's like, man, I don't want to get 20 and go back to 15. Like, come yeah. on. Well, but I mean, listen, I'm not saying, we, and listen, I totally get it, especially with the NFL. There's so many damn rules that, I mean, really, we we need more rules is probably not the right answer right. In, in any situation. I will say, though, there is a penalty for intentional grounding. You're not allowed to intentionally throw it into the ground, you know? So, I mean, there, there are some of those things that I kind of wouldn't, I don't know that I, 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 you know, I like how they've gone to this, like New York can just immediately buzz in and be like the really stupid idiotic stuff. They can just immediately make the yeah. call and be like, Hey, you guys missed that. We're just going to go ahead and do it. Just keep the book game rolling. We don't need to do a official review and look at it 18 times and take up an hour of game. No, no, no. Reverse it. That was wrong. Go. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe look, there, it was completely clear and obvious that that running back had a clear lane into the into oh, the totally, um, yeah. because 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 here's the next conclusion, Alex. This is this is my my final point on this. What if they stop tackling? Right. So nobody touches them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, no, we're letting you walk in right, right now. And what are they going to do? No, we're not going to walk in. So now you got two teams just staring at each other. I mean, yeah. it, it could get that's that awkward. Totally. I mean, and so that's in those kinds of extreme scenarios. I think we do need to have something that just says, listen, the whole point of the game back when it was invented was to take this leather ball and cross this line and they're supposed to stop you and you're supposed to try. I right. mean, I think that's kind of the fundamental of the game. It would be like in hockey, take this puck and put it in that net and that guy's going to try and stop you and these guys are going to try and block you. Okay. But that was how the, that that was the game. That was the whole point of the game. So if you don't do the whole point of the game, 
is that really is that really good for it? I mean, is that really something we should be allowing? I mean, you should, you, I think you should have to try, you know, and I think that's hard to regulate. Like you said, I mean, it's easier yeah. said than done. Um, you know, but I just, like I said that night, I still feel the same way. I, I did not like the way that ended. Cause again, it was just like my Seahawks. My heart was, was devastated when, uh, your Patriots, uh, beat, uh, my, my Seahawks at the time. Cause I'm, I'm from Seattle and, and, and that Malcolm time was, Butler, baby. Uh, and he, who, who eventually became a Titan by the way. So that was, that was double, uh, awesome to have him on the team for many years. But, um, I'll say it right now. I'll say it again. I've said it many times before, you know, it's the same kind of a feeling where if we had just run Marshawn Lynch on the one and not been throwing it and got cute and we didn't make it, if we didn't make it and we had two downs to get into the end zone with Marshawn Lynch, I will take that loss and I will come over and shake your hand and I will, you know, literally give you congratulations. The fact that we did it the way we did it was just freaking wrong. It was a bad call. Nobody took the blame for it. Nobody fell on the sword and said, okay, that was a really boneheaded move. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, I would rather win on a certain principle and I'd rather lose on a certain principle. And I guess for yeah. me, that just, and I guess it's a personal thing. I don't know. Maybe that's just that doesn't rub other people the wrong way as much as it does me. But man, I just wanted to see him score. These are the two best teams. Now you got to stop them. Let's yeah, see who. I would, at the end of the day, I do. I would have liked to see him score, and then Kansas, then Kansas City have to put their defense out there and actually, you know, and, and stop them. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But hey, two sides to every coin, you know. Like I said, and and uh, and we can talk more about that later. I, I want to go ahead and move on though to yeah, the Super Bowl halftime. We talked about it. It's Rihanna, and um, we both decided we wanted to kind of give a, a commentary. So what we did was we set up our um, uh, well, Alex set up his system. I went over to his place. We watched the Rihanna uh, whole halftime show, and uh, we kind of did a little bit of a commentary. We did it through the whole thing. Alex edited it down to uh, an amazing reel here. So let's go ahead and roll that. I want everybody to listen, and uh, here's our live reaction to the Rihanna halftime show. Yeah. The National Football we League welcomes we you to the Apple Music Super Bowl 57. And I'll say this time, too, I haven't done a lot of research on this. Alex has heard the rumors, done websites, yeah. he's done his research. I don't, I don't know anything about this at all. Oh, see? Stage. Look at this. This is sick. This is sick. That's a big entrance, dude. Yeah. That's a big entrance. Are we going to get like a million dancers here, like on the, like out on the field? The field's pretty blank, though. You know, you, you always think they're going to bring the audience in at some point, you know, like. Especially nowadays. That's pretty big. That That's is pretty, pretty big. Sweet. That's pretty we big. We talked about Lady Gaga coming yeah. out of the roof. This yeah. is close. That's pretty big. Another song that's not a big hit. Yeah. She hasn't hit us with a huge one yet. And it looks like she's singing it. Looks like it. <laughs> looks like it. I said looks. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Background dancers are helping quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, because she's not doing much. Uh-uh, she's just standing there. Okay, big tune, big tune. Is she pregnant? I don't know. I think she, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's showing off a baby bump. Maybe. Okay, okay, here we go. Of course, got to have the outside fireworks. Yeah, oh, the like roof that. open. That yeah, makes like it that. cool. This is one of my favorite Rihanna songs. 
She's singing. I, it looks like it, dude. It really does. I mean, that sounded like it. This is one of my favorite Uyghur songs. Ooh, a little bit of auto-tune there. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're helping her out. <laughs> her background dances are fire, man. Oh, yeah, they're killing it. She's pregnant, dude, because she's just walking around. She's not doing much. Look at it. Yeah. She's pregnant. Come on. That typical Rihanna dancing. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. She's like, I mean, I'm not going to dance a lot. <laughs> Boy. Sounds pretty dang good, too. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Go. Okay, there you oh, go. Let's go. Here we go. Right here, here we go. Yo, what if she brings Drake out? <laughs> there we go. Oh, she, she did not have her mic on. No, her yeah, face. backtrack's there for sure. A lot of background tracks. I will say, we're listening to this on a better system than oh, most Oh, that's people. a good point. Like Jen Alex hooked up <laughs> yeah. to the TV. It could just be Alex is banging Nearfield that we're listening to right now. It's the DJ Khaled song right here. I don't know, dude. Aside from liking the music, which I did before this, it's very average. You know what I mean? From a yeah. performance standpoint? Yeah. You're gonna bring Chris Brown out for this one. See, I, I know, know all the features. Yeah. I know all the features. You know all like. the guests, so you're wondering. <laughs> you're running through the list in your head, going, "Who's it gonna be?" What a transition, though. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah. This is, yo, when I was DJing, I played the, yeah. you know, what all this yeah, song, yeah, yeah. man, in the club. Yeah. Oh, man. This one went hard in the clubs in Orlando. Oh, I'm sure. Shout out to my boy, Master C, because he, man, we used to rip this song everywhere we went. They got to come with a hit because they're losing me. I mean, I, I, was just gonna, I was just saying to myself, you know, for me right now, it doesn't have the mass appeal. I mean, like, if you're really into Rihanna, you're loving it every minute of yeah. it. The rest of us are kind of like, hundred percent. I, I, I mean, I don't know this stuff, so I'm not as into it as maybe somebody who's really yeah. following her. Okay, big tune. Yeah, I mean, we got we got to do something here visually. I mean, I yeah. knew they were gonna fill the field with these performers for sure. What if she brings Kanye out? No, if they bring Kanye out, I ain't gonna lie. I, I don't know. I do not like Kanye right now, but I'd respect it. He's too controversial. Look, I they mean, got a, look, 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 look at the back drum set. Look, they got a band set up yeah, in the I back. See you see that? Yeah, I saw that. That's the first I've seen of that. But see, so far, I mean, this is exactly what a Rihanna-only Super Bowl show would be for me. I mean, it's just it. Okay, it's band's just coming up. Band's coming up. Who do we have? Bring out Jay. Bring Jay-Z out. I mean, Bring Jay-Z out and let him do a, his verse dude, on this and Umbrella. This is just a lot of, a lot of the same thing for me, man. Yeah. I mean... I agree. I mean, I hate to say it. This is uh, this is kind of like uh, the weekend. It's just a lot of the weekend, yes. you know. Yeah, you're like, right. Who's coming on I stage? Like Who's coming on stage? Who is coming on stage? Alex is nervous. Come on, he's getting nervous right now. Somebody, Woo! bring Jay Z out, please. 
pre-Jay-Z He's, he's so excited. There's got to be somebody right here. It's Jay-Z. He, it's going to be Umbrella. I've got chills right now. I'm standing up right now. He's, he's sitting down. I'm he's, standing up. He's all hyped. He's ready to bring Jay-Z out. He's ready to blow the roof off of this house. Y'all will hear the volume come up if they bring Jay-Z out. Come on. What are we doing from here? Gotta Where be, are we going from here? It's got to be somebody, man. Oh, dude. They're missing it, man. They're missing it. Boy, it's not going to be anybody, going dude. It's not going to be anybody. This Ooh. whole show is going to be her. Who said that it was going to be, let her carry a pregnant Rihanna, carry this whole show? Boy. Is that what you're going to tell me right now? Yeah. That's, that's. No guess. Screw guess. And this is that moment I was talking about. Remember, I said they're going to have to bring it, break it down at some point. Where do they come from here? She is a very limited range. Oh, for, she's always been she's that way. She's always in the same she's vein. She's always been that way. And it's only pointing it out when you don't bring other people on, when you don't have more than her voice. I never noticed that about Rihanna, that oh, I can't listen known. to her for 47 songs, because guess what? It's all going to be in this key. And I'm not crapping on her. She's a great singer. Oh, yeah, for sure. But and in that range. still a really good performance. I'm just saying... This is exactly what I would have expected. I'm not surprised here at all yet. And this is what I was most worried about, was that they thought Rihanna could carry an entire Super Bowl show by herself. I'm if this is the end, I will be really disappointed. Oh, Alex, I think they did. I think that's it. Oh, no. Alex, wow. Earpiece is out. Oh, jeez. Alex, that's it. That's it, buddy. They did not bring oh, out wow. a single collaborative artist. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Yes, 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 man. I just, hey, first off, I got to give my boy Alex some props here, man. He edited that thing down and made one hell of a reel, bro. That that gets me so pumped. I mean, it's pretty cool to hear back. That's a great <laughs> segment there that you that you pieced together out of like 30 minutes of, of content. I mean, well, tight, concise. I mean, it really, really sounds great, man. Great job on that. Um, I just, I love how infectious uh, Alex's uh, energy is. I mean, he's so pumped when we go, when, when I go over to his house and we watch, you know, Super Bowl and halftime shows specifically. You should have seen him. <laughs> hey, dude, you were, you were losing your mind over Dre. Um, uh, that, that was a great one too. So, mm -hmm. Man, I, I, I think, um, you know, all right, so, so, this, this, so this begs the question then, you know, do, do we still agree, you know, because um, we've had some time now. It's kind of a convenient, actually, that now we've we've seen what the media is said. We see what social media is saying. Um, you know, do do you feel that your assessment is is, is still accurate? What, what, where, you know, where are you at with that? Well, yes, it's been confirmed. Rihanna is pregnant. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you couldn't get me to do it. He kept he kept trying. <laughs> She was pregnant. <laughs> you did not want to it. get caught in that that trap mm -mm, that that mm -mm. you can that that a man can get caught in sometimes. But I I I know yeah, what Rihanna learning. looks like normally, so yeah, I knew I something was up there for sure. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, she, uh, she was. But no, I mean I I still feel the same. You know, I mean, it, man, I, it was just it became the same thing. Like it, it didn't really evolve. I mean, it had. The performance had like musical changes, but that was it. Like nothing else changed. You know, like even I don't think it was, I didn't put it in there, but at one point you said no wardrobe change. No, I mean, like it was just her singing songs. You know, like it was that's that's all it was. Um, and then they had a couple of moments there where you would, you know, a a Rihanna fan would think or would hope for a feature for somebody to join her, or come from somewhere else and and right. you know join her on stage and, and sing a song and the super bowl has done that 
we've seen Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl now with these with kind of more of this modern era of we've got so and so and then you know somebody else pops up on stage with them that you never would have expected or there's a rumor that it'll be so and so and and then and they show up or whatever and it was just Rihanna you know it's like yeah. I, it's it's weird because I love Rihanna like I I love I love most of those songs that we heard but I still would have loved somebody to join her on stage and and um that band that came on stage that was like an interesting yeah. moment um that was just why a, so why did, I did why did research. they do that. I did some research, um, and and that was just Adam Blackstone. Adam Blackstone, like, I, and I called it in the moment. Again, I, I kind of had to leave this out of that reel. Um, but Adam Blackstone is a is a um, music director, um, and he's been tasked with um, a, a, at least a handful of these newer, more modern um, halftime shows. Um, you know, he w- he was right there on stage with Dr. Dre, um, and he was he was a part of. He, he's if you just for you guys who don't know look up adam blackstone he's been um you know kind of in the background of a lot of these major performances i mean he's been on the grammys he's been on the american music awards uh vmas like and he's he's a he's a, a renowned uh mostly la um um and you know atlanta r&b hip-hop um music director and, and he's 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 organized a lot of these massive shows and 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 directed how you know how they're going to go and whatnot so he it was him um with kind of with a band you know and but that was such like uh it wasn't it didn't seem necessary it was yeah it it was not it was was honestly like in in now understanding you know seeing it and that there wasn't a feature it was kind of just a flex for himself and i'm not really a fan of that you know like this was rihanna and if it wasn't Rihanna and Drake or Rihanna and Jay-Z or Rihanna and Chris Brown um, or Rihanna and Calvin Harris, it definitely, I'm sorry. And the, I mean, I don't mean any disrespect, but it didn't need to be Rihanna and Adam Blackstone. I'm sorry. So it that was very weird because you and I both saw that like, oh, you, oh, know, you and, called and it immediately. Like, yeah, look, there's a band on stage, blah, blah, blah. And it was just him and him and his band. You know, like I was like. Really? It's like when they like, came in, I didn't even notice. It's like they could have not had him at all, and it right. They didn't sonically. Need, I, that's at what all. I'm saying. I don't know why they had this like, and they didn't why make were a you, big what? moment of it. But why did they? Why did they have to come up on stage and and have a band on stage and not change anything about what was going on? Yeah, that was weird. weird. I don't know it if it was strange. one of those. If it was one of those like thoughts of like, oh, well, if we don't put a band up there, like people are gonna think like the mu- it's just all like production computerized tracks. Well, it is. So you don't need to put a right. band up there. Like, yeah, he plays bass and like they had somebody playing live drums and stuff, but he, that, that was not needed. Um, sorry, so I've already, sorry, I've already started to digress, but um, I, my feelings haven't changed. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. it was a lackluster show. I mean, at the, it had all the energy at the start. They had good camera shots and stuff. She did what she could for being pregnant, but I needed to have a featured artist. I needed to have some sort of scene change or, or you know something like that. So for me, it didn't hit the mark. <laughs> well, unless you know, so so I I agree. I mean, I, I would say you know my my, my criticism. You know, um, I, I might have even been a little harsh. I mean, we we you know, there's some ratings that we did that, that got cut out, of, which I'm, which I'm glad they did too. Because, but I mean, I you know, I was I was pretty critical. I'd say I'm I would say maybe I'm a little less critical of it now after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I because you know. Uh, 
one of two reasons. If this is what the new Super Bowl halftime show is, maybe they're trying to get away from the kind of formula. But but there's some things that was missing 100%. You know, they always let the crowd rush in. And then they have the, the vibe of like the people on stage with like some ordinary people cheering at their feet that mm-hmm. have been selected that all rush onto the field. That didn't happen. There was not a single collaborative effort the entire time. There was nobody there on any level to do anything with her, which is just insane to me. So that's another mm. huge negative. All of that is just that's just what it is. But maybe that's what they're trying to do now. Maybe I mean, is is it this is it that they're trying to make the Super Bowl less Cirque du Soleil in the middle of it and more just straight? We're gonna get an artist, they're gonna get the whole time, and we're gonna slam them with their hits, and then that's gonna be it. We want it to be more about the music, less about the pageantry. I don't know if there's a if there's a you know um, a kind of intentional effort here to move in that direction. If there is you know, on a sense of like a more of a purist kind of a, you know, look, we're not going to, you know, have explosions and fireworks and, you know, people doing, you know, a thing. I think that's a big miss. And I'll tell you why we talked about this when, when I was over at your house, name an American event that is, that is this large of (laughs) of a production. There is, you know, I mean, Well, I mean, you know, the only thing I can even think of is like when, you know, China does the Olympics and things like that. Like, see, I expect that kind of a Mm -hmm. pageantry. I expect that kind of a spectacle. You want people to leave and go, holy crap, did you see that halftime show? You know, and so I come into every single one of those expecting this is the Super Bowl. This is the largest televised event literally anywhere. And we're giving that as the halftime production. So I'm still critical of it. Um, I, I think she did good. I think she could, I mean, I've seen some, some stuff on the internet, man, where she just, oh, yeah. even, she's like sitting in a chair smoking and barely singing. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. barely, I'm not, not for real. I'm joking, but you know, like she really gives about 20% in some of her concerts. So she was giving it, she was doing what she could. The background dancers were, were cool. The set never changed. The, the costume changes never happened. And, and man, it's just, it almost reeks of a little bit of arrogance and maybe not from Rihanna's part. I don't know. Maybe it is. But like you said, there's like a flex there from like Adam or um or maybe it was Rihanna. But I mean, you know, there are some massive celebrities who have done Super Bowl uh, halftime shows that have shared the stage with like two other massive right. celebrities. I just I mean, that's was- my thing. I don't know how you go from that in like I said within 5 years. I don't know how you go from you know the the Beyoncé with with you know Destiny's Child and and um Coldplay Bruno Mars you know like there's so I many just, yeah I just don't know how you go from those being so recent to to that you know yeah yeah so like even last year I mean 50 Cent was not on the bill and he shows up and you hear and play the biggest song in in hip-hop history and that was a know, great moment guys. yeah that was dope you know like nobody great expected that, but it was so sweet like you didn't have that this year and I feel yeah. like I like I said I expected it that's the part that was the letdown mm-hmm. I there shouldn't be in a Super Bowl performance or any performance that you're looking forward to, if it's going to be a success, there should the people should not leave after watching it saying, I'm let down. There shouldn't be that. Now, again, the exception for me is Dave Matthews. I've seen him what four or five times now and not heard so much, you know, so much to change, but whatever, you know. Um, but most of the time, and that's not a letdown, it's just, a, you know, he's got a billion songs that are great. But my point is, is I think I was definitely not the only one. There were rumors swirling about who it could be, what it could be, and none. It was none of it. 
That's the issue. You know, like yeah. if they had brought yeah. out there, so there was a rumor that it was going to be Christina Aguilera with some new song that she I heard about that. Even yeah. if it was that, I'd be like, all right, cool. They tried something, but they didn't even have that, you know? So I'm, I, I love Rihanna, but it just didn't, it, it you know, they should have, it should have, it could have, it could have been better. Well, and, and to complete our thought from all those months ago or weeks ago, you know, I forget what, what mm-hmm. episode we, yeah. we, we kind of teased this. I think we were a hundred percent correct when this got teased. I think it, it was exactly went down, unfortunately, exactly how we thought, which was in my opinion, we were kind of saying, you know, big tunes, big, big you know, big star. I just don't know that she can, she can hold an entire halftime show mm-hmm. and have it be that memorable. Have it be that something that, you know, cause again, to me, it's something where, even as it ages, even as you get really older, the mediocre ones you aren't going to remember. The ones that are really special, you go, "Hey, now remember that yeah. one." This is not going to be in that echelon, and it's big, and, it, and it's not necessarily Riri's fault. I mean, she just didn't get any help at right. all. Right. And I would love to know. I wish people could be honest enough to say that that was Rihanna's choice, or no, that was a budgetary thing, or you know, no, that was a logistical thing. Or yeah, I would oh, love for it to come out. You know, like you know why? Like, yeah, why? Yeah. Whose decision was? It to take a pregnant, I said it on the, on, on the reel, a pregnant re. I mean, listen, a healthy Rihanna would have a hard time yes. carrying that whole thing. Then she's far along in her pregnancy, and you put her up there, and so she can barely dance. You have all these dance, you know, these dancers around them, you know, trying to distract. I mean, that's what it eventually. Look, we we're not mm-hmm. idiots. We know what that was. Yep. I mean, this is don't look at her. Look over here for a second. Look over here. You can't manufacture excitement when you didn't give us excitement. Um, we got to hear some Rihanna songs. And, and again, as, as somebody who is, is a fan of Rihanna, but is nowhere near what Alex is, I didn't know all those songs. So right. every single one wasn't that sort of like, Oh yeah, here we go. You know, like, and I didn't know the collaborators. So I didn't know we were missing Jay-Z. I didn't know we were missing Kanye, which I agree with you, by the way, way too controversial. There's no way they had to pull Kanye yeah. onto yeah. a NFL field right now. But you know, it, some, but I'm, I'm, I completely agree with you. At least somebody give us, give us an attempt I just, I'm still shocked that there was no attempt to collaborate when it's been in every freaking Super Bowl halftime, except for the weekend, you know, yeah. that I can think in, in, and that in one was modern, too. yeah. And yeah, that was a bad one too, man. That, that was, that was awful. So listen, I got a fun game. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to finish up strong here with this. Speaking about like, you know, NFL um, halftime shows, I've just compiled a quick list and I want us to just do a, we're not gonna do a snake draft like we did last time, but let's just do a draft. We're each gonna pick one. Uh, Alex, you get the first pick. Um, we're gonna start here and you get to pick a, a Super Bowl halftime show and, uh, and and we're just gonna see who who ends up with what show. And this is gonna be basically which one, you know, if you let, let's put the parameters of it like this. If you had to watch, you know, one, you know, like in every round, which is the one out of right. all of these. And, and you would have never seen the other ones. So like, this is, this is what you got to see. Gotcha. Um, so I will give you the first, you got the, uh, the list there. What, yeah. what, 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 where are you going with the first pick? Uh, probably, probably going to be surprised. Probably. It's probably going to surprise you because oh, no. of what else is on this list. I think yeah. uh, in a, in a sports draft, we would probably call this a little bit of a reach. Um, but I'm going to go Snoop and Dre. I mean, wow. that to me, I mean, you were there as we watched that. That to me was the you best son of a gun. <laughs> that was the best Super Bowl yep. of my lifetime, Super Bowl halftime show of my lifetime. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it paid homage to, you know, hip hop and R&B of my lifetime. 
um, in some of the goats, like I said, um, you know, and then, and also you added in Snoop and you added in Eminem and you added in Mary J. I mean, what you got, like you basically, you, you, with that one, it was billed as Snoop, Dre, um, Eminem and Kendrick. That's what it was billed as. Um, Well, no, 50 was not on the bill. Yeah, but um, he was there. I mean, he, well, yeah, you know, yeah, was... yeah. So, but here's I'm making my point here. So, okay, okay. That's what it was billed as. So that's like, you got the, you got, you went to the the grocery store and you got that. What do they call it? That ice cream? That's like the, um, it's like the vanilla, the like moose tracks. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like the vanilla, and then it's like the red, and then the green on each side. Like you got there, you talking about sherbet? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like the 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 multi flavor sherbet, rainbow, the rainbow, yeah, rainbow. There you go, the uh-huh. rainbow sherbet. So you get the three flavors that are in there, but then they bring out they bring out fifty and Mary J and it's like what like that was literally it for yeah. me so 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 that that's my number one overall and and that's not surprising to, at all dude. yeah and to put that point even further um I've I've mentioned it before I think on the podcast but I've got a playlist um of songs that me and my son listen to uh in the car you know when he wants to hear music that he likes and whatnot and we that halftime show is on that playlist like literally the whole 15 minute halftime show is on there so i hear it probably once every other week um and i'm not sick of it so i mean it's it's, it's really really cool and and like i said so yeah if i and no, i that's do a good pick. if i had to listen to one for the rest of my life that's the number one overall pick right there so wow yeah. and and listen i can't hate on you for that i mean <laughs> honestly that i i probably wouldn't have taken that but i mean that 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 was very, very high on my list. I mean, like that would have been probably a number two for me for sure. If not a number one, because I could not agree more. I felt like that Super time, that Super Bowl halftime show was phenomenal. I just love the Dr. Dre, the constant, you know, hey, man, did you forget about Dre? Right. And here he comes yeah. standing up over a console, mm-hmm. reminding everybody that I invented all this, yeah. you know, like <laughs> it was such a balsa move. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he so good, good pick, good pick. All right. Uh, that makes mine harder. Um, but, uh, you know, again, I think you might be surprised. Uh, I'm going to have to take Prince. Okay. I'm not surprised there. That's, um, that's, that's probably where I would have went next. Not the artist, um, you know, in his body of work. I mean, we're talking just pure the halftime show. That was very memorable. I felt like Prince came out and really was like, everybody needs to bow down because you, you know, this is who <laughs> I am. Like, don't, don't you forget about me. I'm Prince, you know, like I'm amazing. Came out. Uh, played live, you know, wasn't canned, you know, he, all that stuff, you know, they try and make those artists do. I mean, it seemed like it was just a really exciting show. So, um, uh, that is going to be my number two or or second. So that's, uh, that's a good one. That that would have been my next pick. So therefore, because of that, of course, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take what I think most people would have thought would be the, the overall, favorite number one overall i'm gonna pick the michael jackson halftime show at the rose bowl that one hurts Um, that hurts and and the funny thing is so i went back and i watched and watched most of it um and i mean if you were to compare it to even the the, even you know some of the recent ones um production level was pretty low i mean like it was mj on the stage with some dancers and some some pyrotechnics behind him and, and a bunch of people on the stage you know, or a bunch of people on the field. Aside from that, it was Michael doing his thing, you know, but for the time and the, the, we are the world stuff, like it was, it was, it was unreal, you know? So I I'm taking that one for, for just literally, if anything, for clout, you know, and for, for, uh, for value there. <laughs> so yeah. The MJ yeah. Pick. 
Yeah, no, I, that's, that's, that's who I would have gone with um, uh, for all those reasons you just said. So <laughs> uh, my, my next pick is between two. <sighs> I think I'm going to take Lady Gaga. Oh man, that's what I wanted. So yeah, bad. I, I think that, I petitioned for that one to be on did. the list. <laughs> and to be and to be honest, I hadn't thought of that one, and so I went back uh, and kind of watched it, and I was like, "God dang, man, she was on fire!" Oh uh, man, great that's one of the greatest great halftime show. Great, great stuff. Got to take that. Uh, Got to snake that from you. Yeah, Thank I, you for the suggestions, and I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted that one. Yep. All right, what um, do you got next? Uh, so now this is tough here. Yeah, um, yeah. We're getting harder shoot. now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with, so I'm going to tell you this. Um, you have, okay. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take this, but I'm going to separate it. Um, and, and put you on blast a little bit. You have, I, when I texted you this, um, I texted Beyonce Bruno, or I said, and Bruno, Bruno was a separate show from Beyonce. So Beyonce actually, was he and, was he was actually in that was episode he in that as well. Show too? Yes, he was. I'm oh, gonna put wow. you back on blast. So was he in blast. three years in a row? He was in two. Well, I don't know about three. He definitely was in two. He, had he was on the Coldplay one too. I think. Oh, that's no. You're right. He was. That's three. Absolutely. Was it Coldplay or Maroon mm-hmm. Five? He was with. I know he was with one no, of them. It, so I think it he was, was in a, three in a row. He had his it own. Was, it was a Coldplay. It was with Coldplay. Yeah. So, yeah. but, 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 so wait, we digress. So he was with the, he was with the Beyonce though. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, but I'm, so I'm taking the Beyonce show. That was freaking unreal. You know, Beyonce Destiny's is child. Queen Come on. B. Yeah. She whips out Destiny's child. Like she was given all the looks, you know I mean? It, that was, that was super dope to me. So definitely the Beyonce one I'm taking. For sure. For sure. And that's then, and I would say, to be honest with you, the rest of this is trap. You know what I mean? Like, because to me, at least from my for my opinion, the rest of this is subpar. And I did it on I purpose j- just just to be like, somebody's going to get caught with the garbage. Yeah. So we've so, got five, I think, ones that most people would respect at least so far. Yeah. And I think I'm the just, next I five make are, are definitely like, questionable. This is going to be hard because it's like, I don't, you know... I, they were either not that memorable or to me, it wasn't that great of a show. So um, I am going to pick, God, this is hard, man. This is, this is hard. Um, oh, geez. I'm going to have to take Shakira and J-Law. Whoa. A little yep. surprising there. <laughs> yep. Gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do that. That one is one I did not mind. I guess it would, <laughs> it Oh no, be, that one was easy you know to watch. Mean? Um, I was, I was okay watching that. I, you know, I wasn't, uh, going crazy for it, but I didn't feel like, you know, some of these men I've really watched and I was like, oh, that was just a freaking letdown. That was not that way for me. So I'll, I'll take middle of the road, uh, Shakira and J-Law again, at least they went for two people. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. What, you, what, well, what are you going next? Okay. Well, I was stressing. I think I know. I, but... Yeah. I was stressing right there waiting for, to see what you picked. So I'm glad, and you didn't steal my pick there. So I'm just going to go ahead and take Janet and Justin Timberlake here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I was debating. It was, we all know what it was. We all know what the headline from that show was. And do you think but, that was staged, man, at this point? I mean, do we know any of that? Or was it, I don't, was it dude, just, I, just 100% honest. Like, I, I think there was meant to be, it's weird. I think there was meant to be a statement made like a reveal, but it was not supposed to be what it was. I mean, I okay, think it was okay, supposed okay. to reveal more of a top or a, you know, a, a more revealing top or whatever. And, and it became what it was. Gotcha. Um, but, um, similar to the MJ one for what that was. I mean, that was just absolutely massive. You know, like that was, that was like, 
that was a big show. There was a lot the of people. Build, yeah, just the buildup of that like was was huge. So I'm I'm glad I can take take that one. Um, Janet, yeah. Janet, and Justin Timberlake. Um, and then you know I, I think I'll just make this point too. When Justin had his show, um, you know, for the years down the road now, like whatever it was, 20 years later, um, I think people ex- you know expected more craziness and didn't get it or whatever. But yeah, I'm taking that one again, kind of for for clout. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I, when I was doing research, I found that Justin did his own and i was like you know what i don't even remember him doing his own yeah it I mean, wasn't I, super know, memorable i really didn't recall it so that's another reason why i didn't pick it i was like just did one of his own i mean i remember mm-hmm. him with with janet so all right so what's that leave us with we got rihanna on the board we got who else we got we got the weekend and we got maroon five is mm-hmm. that it is that what we're down to yep oh geez i know where you're going here this is this should be a layup for round, <laughs> what is this round three for you yeah one. i think you're gonna no, be this surprised is round four for you yeah i think you're gonna be surprised Rihanna. Oh, <laughs> Rihanna. Okay, okay. Yeah, <sighs> that's a steal because I just like I Rihanna's to. music. I have to. It, to me, it, with all the faults, yep. it was a solid performance of a of a of an artist. Yeah, and yep. there were the elements that I was disappointed with. Absolutely. Um, you know, which I won't talk about the other two. Why I didn't pick them until you pick next. So I'll I'll, I'll comment on what you on, what I, on the next pick. So uh, so you go. It's an easy. Guy. For me, I'm picking right. Maroon Five. Of course, uh, of course. And I, again, I mean, I, I, I vaguely remember it, um, but I mean, it's there was nothing super memorable about it. Um, you know, they played, they played their their big tunes. You know, um, but aside from that, nothing, nothing fully memorable. And that one is almost the most cringe for me, man. I mean, Adam was doing the moves like Jagger, uh-huh. but he moved not like Mick Jagger and is, and it was trying to push this like sex appeal. He had like, you know, all of his, you know, tattoos out and some of them are generic as hell. I mean, you know, it's like oh, yeah. California around his belly button. And I'm like, and he, he's trying to sell the sex appeal and it just was really cringe for me. I don't know that everybody felt that way, but I certainly felt like, well, no, the, the 30 somethings, 30 something women did not feel that way. They, they probably loved it, but I, I just I thought it was I thought it was disgusting. I was just like, man, he's just oozing. I don't know. He mm-hmm. he he's coming across real sleazy. I don't know. It, it came across that way to me. And and honestly, like at that point th- too, they were in a phase where it was very like try hard. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it was there at a period where it wasn't really all that. And if he had come out and played his earlier songs, I would have been way yeah, more they into didn't, it. Yeah, they oh, played I the remember you and crap, I. Yeah, man. they played the newer stuff that's like not really what they're their big name known for you know like you would have expected them to play more of their old stuff and they, they didn't um, i was so high i could not recognize yeah. the fire burning in right you know something like that like i'd be like oh my god instead they're coming out with moves right and he's like doing all the moves like jagger and i'm like man not that that's a bad song actually you know i grew to like it but i mean you know what i'm saying the body of their work i'm like why are you picking that you know it just wasn't it wasn't what I liked of Maroon Five, and then Adam being as creeper as he was with his, you know, wiggler out front. I don't know, just the whole thing was just very like, oh and, god. Well, and I'll say this, and you know, the the other option on the board, which you're going to end up with, the weekend. I mean, I I am not a fan of the weekend to begin with. Um, <laughs> this was a halftime show that I was probably actually rooting against, and was so happy to see it be so terrible. So have fun with that one. God, I, I, do I have to pick it? I'd rather pick nothing than the weekend. Like I literally will watch four and not have a fifth because I, you could not pay me to watch that again. And as you said, 
I'm not so against the weekend. Um, yeah, I know you like the weekend. Well, I'm, I'm not into his entire catalog. Let's go. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm not buying any CDs, but I will say that I like a few of his singles. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind a lot of what he did again, early on. He's getting worse as he's getting older in his yeah. albums. It's gotten worse and worse, but I mean like the, the, the original stuff, you know, is as close to Michael as I had heard in a long time. So I was nostalgic and begging for it. So yeah, I was like, all right, you know, I can get down on this, but that halftime show <laughs> was like he paid a friend to hold a camcorder and stay on his face and then uh, walk through a tunnel of lights in the most dizzying uh, fashion known to man so that you were at home throwing up in a bucket because you were so dis- disoriented and, and vertigoed by his weird mirror it was like, and you know what it was? It was that COVID time, man. It was yeah. it was that sort of like they look, look, we can't get anybody. So uh anybody he apparently paid for the whole thing and it showed he did the whole thing himself. Yeah, it was all about him. It showed off his massive ego. Yes. He didn't share the spotlight with anybody. He did all of his hits and you know, wanted the camera right in his face the, the whole time. time. It was it was awful. I mean, it really, I mean, I put it, I put it on this list cause I knew one of us was going to get stuck with it, but I wanted to bring up a you. point, but I wanted to bring up a point that I don't know that I've ever seen a worse ever show me any other one. I mean, like let's even oh, go yeah. back to like the, the, the fifties. I'm sure oh, yeah. those halftime shows are better than that weekend show. And it was probably a marching band from somebody's high school. I would rather have that totally. than the terrible, terrible oh, yeah. weekend halftime show. Yeah. So, so to, to refresh the <laughs> rosters, uh, so I had first overall pick, I took Snoop and Dre, uh, with the, with that cast. Yeah. Um, and then I went MJ and then I went, uh, where did I go from there? I went Beyonce. Um, yeah. and then you I went, went Janet. Janet and Justin. And then I finished, had to finish out with Maroon five, the one I was nice. not really in favor of. I'm, I'm okay with the four to be no, honest. No, no, I yeah. got it. I got yeah. four that I could literally, like you said, I mean, I could literally watch four of those five like maroon yeah. five like no no like that one's just like for whoever wants to see it you know somebody comes over and they're like what do you got like somebody's gonna be in that maroon five one it's not it's not me <laughs> so and then where somebody the somebody's gonna be into it he's yeah says. no so I, what, you, you got two you ended up with well and you got two of my favorites i mean i would have definitely picked dre and snoop and, and mj i mean yeah. definitely as 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 good ones so man, that, i'm so pissed you, you got some really good gaga for me man dang hey it. though shoot hey man uh, you know what though i, I will dang. say this you, you did it to yourself when you were like hey i kind of want to include gaga i was like you know what <laughs> I, I need to go back and watch it. And I went, that son of a gun. He is trying penalty. to slip one under the radar on me. You that know what was... your penalty for that should be, though? What? Your penalty for that should be having to watch that full Super Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch you dare. Watch the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. I can't. The first Super Bowl to ever go to overtime. <laughs> Which one? Wait a minute. Which one that was, was that? The Patriot, that was the comeback. That was the comeback. Is that the one that that I predicted at halftime to you? Yeah, and I at the same time after the after the halftime show, I tech because this was one we didn't. That was Atlanta, wasn't that Atlanta? Yeah, and we didn't. This one we didn't watch together, like at the same place. And and I texted you, and I was like, man, the best thing about because the Pats were getting smacked, twenty eight to seven, done at halftime. Yeah, and so uh, I texted you, and I was like, the best thing about the Super Bowl is going to be Lady Gaga. Mark my words. And they're like, nah, man, it's the Patriots. Blah blah blah. Like Belichick and don't ever count. Out and sure enough, I ate my words. Yeah, the Pats made the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history in the first Super Bowl to ever go to overtime. And I, had and I was on the, the second half of it in Spanish, too. So 
I was on the uh, I was on the back half of that text and you going, here we go. I was like, here we go. What did I say? Mm -hmm. I so knew. I so knew that that was going to go down. I don't know why. I just remember going, man, there's no way that this is going to end like this. It's the Patriots. Bill's going to go back there. They're going to make some adjustments and Brady's going to come out and they're going to hard knock, man. They're going to bring this right back, you know, and sure enough, they sure did. That was a that was a that was a good game. That was and, a really good game. Lady Gaga at the halftime show. I mean, that was if you think about it, I mean, what a legendary Super Bowl. Oh, massively, dude, massively. So, guys, go back and, and listen. If, if if we've you know missed anything that's your favorite, let us know what your favorite was, or maybe yeah. maybe how you would have taken it, or maybe if you remember some of these, maybe if you don't remember some of these, um, you know, maybe go back and, and do like we did, watch some on YouTube. If you you know refresh your memory, um, some of these halftime shows were they were pretty great, and then there are some that are pretty freaking terrible. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know Alex and I were were kind of hyper focused as human uh, <laughs> musician people on this planet, you know, on the these kinds of things so you know go and take a look see what you think um let us know uh if, if you would have gone differently um or if, or if we're crazy or, or like i said if there's one performance out there that you just loved that we didn't that we didn't we didn't cover I bet there's, there's a lot I bet, yeah i bet there's a handful out there that people are going to be like oh yeah how'd you leave well, off or blah 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 like cold play like I, you yeah had that on the initial list and i'm like man i that one was i hated that one <laughs> that one was, dude it was like a rainbow throw up the whole time like, i hated <laughs> that one there was um uh, Paul McCartney, which was a, a favorite of mine. You know, there was um uh, Aerosmith. I'm a big Aerosmith fan. Yep. You know, they, so I mean, there's there's several like Aerosmith and Run DMC. I mean, that was cool mm -hmm. as hell. You know, but um uh but yeah, I mean, you know, it seems kind of fade from memory after a while. So yeah. Uh, well, that's the show, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Sometimes, you know, like like Alex and I like to say, we uh, we can uh, we can digress and, and talk about ourselves. And, and Alex and I are massive football fans. If you're not into football, do not worry. Next week, we'll be coming right back in with another new featured artist yeah. and a new original song that we will be reviewing, as we always do. Uh, we just wanted to kind of give you guys a little insight into what he and I are very excited about, and uh, and, and and we're going to always kind of let you guys in on on other things, uh, not just music related, but also in the entertainment field and uh, uh we hope you guys enjoyed um this has been kind of a, a long format here for us uh, hey, than and usual I, and i'll tell you too i mean like i i know i texted you this like after i finished it but i mean like throwing together that edit like that was one of the coolest things i've done in a while i mean like it's a great it, it, edit like, yeah i work on music all you know like almost every day of every week you know like i'm mixing or i'm at the studio or whatever and I don't get to do like the radio, quote unquote, radio style work, you know, very yeah. much anymore. But like that was really cool to kind of get back into that lane and like throw together a reel like that and like an edit. Um, and I and I texted you after I said, dude, this is like I'm 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 like joyful listening back to to this, you know, like just because, you know, you hear that type of thing. You, you got to do it. And yeah. yeah you, you know, you forget sometimes what it's like to do those type of things. Um but I mean, I got to say kudos to you, too. I mean, to, to suggest like because you, you suggested like, hey, dude, what if we like did like a halftime show, like analysis or whatever, you know, like of the Rihanna thing. And I was like, heck, yeah, that sounds like yeah. an awesome idea. I wasn't quite sure how we were going to release it, you know, if we were going to just release it unedited the whole time or what. But um, hopefully you all enjoy kind of how we cut it together. Um, If you didn't see the show, you know, go and watch the show so you can kind of see, you know, what we're talking about. 
Um, but but yeah, that was that was that was. No, it was great, fun. dude. You did a share this phenomenal job, and yeah, it was. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Hey, why don't why don't we throw something down like this? And like we said, guys, we're always going to be throwing some different stuff at you. And if you have any ideas for for us, you know, things you want us to discuss, maybe things we haven't gone over before, um, you know, be be a um, be a voice. You know, let us know what what what, what you uh, prefer, what you'd be interested in. Uh, make sure you reach out on all of our social media garbage. Um, you know, we've got. Twitter, I mean, uh, not Twitter, but we have Instagram and we have um, all different kinds of stuff. So, I mean, just, you know, check us out. L look at, listen to our platforms. Go and check out that Discord. Uh, we say that every week, but I, I really uh, want to encourage you guys to go check it out. Um, it's really got everything you need, access to us, uh, and, and hopefully an access to an open and kind of friendly community. That's what we're trying to build here that can uh, give you a little bit of direction. You know, if you're trying to find some open mics, you're trying to maybe get a mix or something, you know, um, uh, a little bit of direction, a little bit of insight, you know, and of course, you know, Alex and I are kind of monitoring that all the time. So feel free to drop us a link. Uh, let us know what you guys think. And uh, if you can't find uh, the discord uh, link and it's in all the social media stuff that we have, uh, you can always email us at Alex music on deck podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> he, he says it's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in another one. Bye. Peace.